0: This podcast is brought to you by public.com, the investing social network. Public is a free app where you can own the companies you believe in and share ideas in a community of investors. There are a few investing apps out there, but here's what's different about public. There are social features that allow people to share and discover new ideas, and the app supports responsible investing habits. So they don't encourage day trading, nor do they offer margin accounts or options. Features like safety labels on potentially risky stocks give members more complete context. Public has also opted out of payment for order flow, so they don't sell your trades to third parties. Public's community is about 40% women and 45% people of color, so its members come from all sorts of backgrounds and walks of life. Conversations on public span deep dives into new IPOs as well as general insights on financial wellness and category trends. You can even use group chats to build investing clubs with your friends. Head over to public.com to sign up and start with a free slice of stock. Get going with as little as $1, and if you're looking to transfer your portfolio over from another brokerage, they'll even cover fees for accounts valued at over $150. Some fine print valid for U.S. residents 18 years and older and subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures. Hi everyone, it's Julie Brahage Greenberg here with your Tux Time podcast from Fintech Today, where we talk about all things fintech. In this episode, I am joined by Adam Hadi VP of Marketing at Current, who is here with an exciting announcement that they just came out with last week. Um, he Current is one startup that I know of in the fintech space that uses influencers a lot if you go to their website you'll see different influencers photos from them promoting Currents' product Um, so it's been a very interesting strategy to watch grow and today or so we're taping this the day of the announcement it will air a week after the announcement is out they have announced a partnership with a, a large youtuber that adam is actually known for a while if i if i remember that correctly
1: uh, that is the case. Yeah, it's uh, it's Mr. Beast who I've I've known for uh, four years, but feels like so much longer, given how much he's grown in that time. He's he's turned into an absolute force, uh, really being becoming like the top YouTuber. Uh, in the world.
0: So with Mr. Beast, it seems like YouTube is a big strategy for you guys. How do you think about finding influencers on different platforms? Because you have YouTube, you have Instagram, you have TikTok, you've got all these things out there that me as a middle to older millennial might not even really know about at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, don't forget about Twitch as well. Uh, We we essentially follow our users, right? And and our customers and, and we go where they are. Uh, and that, that's, that's general advice, I think, for, for anybody uh, in this space. Because, um, you know, people always ask me, uh, hey, Adam, I want to do this influencer marketing thing. Should I do this? Should I do that? And I think a lot of it just depends on your audience. Uh, for us, we have, you know, a, a largely Gen Z and, and young millennial audience. Uh, and that's where they spend their time, right? Uh, you know, and if we had, uh, you know, a, a much older audience, or, you know, we'd probably spend uh, and, and focus a little bit more maybe on, on, on podcasts, uh, if we have an even older audience, uh, you know, we'd be talking more, you know, linear TV and, and kind of those channels. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, we, we, we operate across the space in, in all these channels. But it's just a matter of where, where your focus is. And so uh, YouTube is really uh, our, our bread and butter, although we spend quite a bit on on, uh, on TikTok and on Instagram and on Twitch uh, as well.
0: So let's talk a little bit about you as well, because before you came to Current, uh, you were still very much involved in the influencer market. Talk to us a little bit about like, what got you started here. And like I mentioned, you've known Mr. Beast for a while, so you must have been one of the first people using him to promote different products and things before. So just talk to me a little bit about your evolution in this space and how you've kind of followed it as... Like, when you started, I would think TikTok wasn't even a thing yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, believe it or not, I, I used to sponsor folks on Musical.ly. Uh, and, and so that's really uh, a little bit of a sign of the times. But uh, yeah, you know, people think uh, influencer marketing is a big part of our strategy here at Current, uh, because I'm here, because I've been doing this for, for nearly a decade. Uh, but it's actually a little bit of the inverse. I'd say I'm here. Uh, because starting at the top, starting with our CEO, he identified that influencers were gonna be a big part of our strategy. Uh, And so he, he, you know, that's one of the reasons he he was interested in hiring me in the first place. Uh, But yeah, I really fell into this space. Uh, Again, this is about eight years ago now. Uh, I was actually working at Topps, the old American trading card company. Uh, We had just launched a division for digital trading cards. Uh, One of those, I know, you know, it, that seems like a logical thing today. Man, eight years ago, that was a that was a little bit of a tougher sell. Uh, now with NFTs, that's a little bit more uh, easier to wrap your mind around. But uh, we had a soccer app, uh, and I was just you know didn't really know what the hell I was doing. Um, but noticed uh, actually on on our Twitter campaigns that these FIFA related accounts were doing really well for us. And I was like, what are these? Uh, I literally described them as. Uh, oh, these are people who play FIFA and upload it to YouTube. I should ask them to talk about our app. Uh, and this is well before, you know, influencer marketing became like a term or anything like that. And so I did and it worked really well. Uh, and actually, it's funny enough, some of those like FIFA YouTubers ended up being just really big YouTubers in general names like uh, the Sidemen and, and like KSI. Uh, who've now, like, branched way outside of just, like, the the video game space. But that just happened to be a niche that was really popular circa, like, 2013, 2014. Uh, And so kind of right place, right time. uh, And I was naive enough uh, to give it a shot. So that's really where where, where I entered this space. But, uh, you know, I went on to work uh, at a few different companies uh, leading marketing at a daily fantasy sports startup called Draft. Uh, working as a consultant for, for, for a number of years uh, with clients. I think my first client was actually SeatGeek, uh, which has since uh, grown into a, a great influencer uh, marketing company, uh, as well as uh, I was VP of marketing at a company called Quid, uh, which takes me to actually Mr. Beast. Uh, that's where I first worked with him. So back in 2017, uh, Mr. Beast was actually, I, I, I discovered him, uh, because he had put out a video where he counted to a hundred thousand, uh, the video's you know twenty-four hours long. It's crazy, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I, I got to work with this guy. And so I reached out to him. I was like, Hey, I'd love to sponsor you. Uh, around this time, uh, he had about a million subscribers, and he was like, Well, I don't really do I don't really do sponsorships. And I was like, Okay, uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, and then like two weeks later, he hit me up, and he was like. Uh, he actually, he called me and he was like, Hey, is it, is it okay if I give the money away? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was like, I want to do the thing, but I don't want, I want to give the money away. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's your money. Uh, and he managed to convince me from, uh, my offer of $5,000, uh, to make it $10,000. Uh, and he came out with a video where he gave $10,000 away to a homeless person. And, uh, it went viral and went off. It was crazy. Um, and, and that, you know, I, I went out to sponsor him about a dozen more times over the next year, maybe. Uh, and his channel just absolutely blew up. Um, and, and, and this theme of giving back uh, was, was, was huge for him. And, and I've never met anybody more dedicated to anything than uh, MrBeast is to YouTube. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's been amazing to see him over the last four years. Now he's up to 60 million subscribers. All his numbers are just absolutely mind blowing.
0: It's crazy, I, I am happy if a YouTube video that I post gets like 3000 views. So I can only imagine getting upwards of millions of views on each video. Um, I also don't know that I would count to 100,000 over a 24-hour period, but you know what? That That's just, that's for some people and not for others. Um, I remember we, we've talked about this whole strategy before. And when I asked you if you thought other fintechs would get into this, your answer was no. So I guess I want to rephrase the question. And the only other company... That's like not a fintech, but a regular bank that uses celebrities and whatnot to promote their product is... Capital One like I can think of like Taylor Swift Jennifer Garner etc in their commercials but I can't think of someone like a Bank of America a JP Morgan a Wells Fargo or any of these that have celebrities that are like the face of the brand and then when I think of fintech sometimes I'll see like Robin Hood with an influencer on TikTok or something but I also can't think of a fintech that like really goes all in on this type of strategy so what are your thoughts on like both of those dynamics? dynamics moving forward, especially now that like the last time we had this conversation was, I think back in 2020, still like towards the end of the year. And I feel like this market has just gotten that much hotter now versus what it was then. So has your thought changed at all?
1: Yeah, well, you know, celebrity endorsements is, is about as old as advertising itself, right? So it's, it's, been, it's been around forever. I think what matters is, well, who are, who are those celebrities? That's what's changed, right? And if you go back to, you know, even, again, speaking of like a Capital One, uh, I'm a basketball guy, so I'll, I'll see their commercials with like a Charles Barkley. Um, but uh, I'd say like the difference between a Charles Barkley and, and, and an influencer uh, is distribution, right? Uh, for me to work with Charles Barkley, um, you know, he himself is, is not a distribution channel, right? I'd have to go through the networks and go through and, and still buy the media and do all that. Uh, and, and certainly not like a, a, a creative, as uh, much as I love Charles. Um, but when, when when working with you know these these modern day celebrities who who, who are these influencers, they effectively own their own distribution, right? Um, yes, technically it might be you know owned by Google or Facebook or, or TikTok, uh, but they can reach their audiences directly, which is a very different dynamic. Um, and 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 the reason why it's you know it's it's difficult for a lot to a lot of people to work in this space. Uh, it's because it's, it's, you know, it's not programmatic, right? Like most, you know, fintechs are, are decent enough at programmatic buys, right? Uh, performance marketing, hey, I'm going to run this Facebook campaign. I'm going to, you know, set the bids at this. I'm going to, you know, get this messaging. I'm going to put this creative out uh, and I'm going to modify my bids to X, Y, and Z. And, and you do it and you push a button and it works. That's not how it works with influencers, um, it this is this is largely relationship driven, uh, and and it takes uh, one to have those those relationships and the trust with with, with influencers, but also the experience to understand um, how how it actually works, right? And you know a, a little bit of the secret sauce is that it's about great content, and 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 if you you see the video we we put out with with Mr. Beast uh, this this past weekend it's just a it's it's fourteen minutes uh and I don't think there's a lull for more than three seconds uh, it, it, throughout the entire thing it's it's a piece of great content and and that's 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 what we're all about and I learned that really early on um that uh I could you know try to dictate every piece of the puzzle I could try to have that same level of control that I might with when when I run my Facebook ads uh but you have to give that up a little bit uh and ultimately, these, these creators are, you know, they understand their audience better than we ever could. And so giving them the power um, really, really helps. And if you talk about somebody like Mr. Beast, uh, he just couldn't be more aligned with our vision and our mission as a company. Uh, and, and, and our fef- efforts to create better financial outcomes uh, for, for our members. And uh, if, you, if you think about what he does uh, with uh, both the, the people in his videos, but now actually as a platform to give back to his fans, it's pretty powerful, right? Because creators had, there's a million tools out there for creators to make money from their fans, right? Via, via, via advertising, via uh, subscriptions, via via merch, et cetera. There's tons of innovation there. It's been great and it's part of the reason you see the creator economy blowing up so much over the last few years. Um, but we're, we're actually developing a platform which allows the creators to then give back, right? We, we, we in, in our video, uh, Mr. Beast is giving back to 100,000 people, right? 100,000 of his fans. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, it, it, and, and, and there's really no other practical way to do that. And so we, we, we see ourselves having occupied a pretty special place here. Um, and on, on, on top of all this, uh, I mean, what we have with him is this you know, exclusive long-term partnership, uh, which allows us to dedicate the resources. right? We can dedicate product people, engineering people, um, to, to actually build an entire experience for his fans coming into the app. And so we have things like uh, we even have custom merch, custom Mr. Beats merch uh, that, that you can redeem in the app for points. And like that's, that's pretty, you know, um, you know uh, I, I won't be shy here. It's pretty fucking awesome, uh, right? Like you, 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 can't, you can't get that anywhere else. Uh, and I mean, look, the, the old guard, right? Your Capital Ones, your Amexes, uh, your Chases, uh, they have their points programs, and, 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 they have a- and they give you access to all these cool things that really matter if you're Gen X, right? Uh, oh, hey, you get access to like this fancy restaurant or you get you know, front row tickets to whatever. Uh, but in terms of uh, the relevant perks that we offer to our, our, our customers, uh, an exclusive piece of merch that's only accessible uh, in the current, with, with, with current points. Uh, I don't know. There's a pretty cool brand factor there. That's, uh, that's hard to replicate.
0: So obviously not every influencer that you work with, you're going to this extent of a partnership with how many influencers are you guys working with on like a monthly basis?
1: Hundreds. Uh, (laughs) and so it's, 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 it's a ton. And now influencers for us, uh, big or small, um, all, all, all have value to us in, in, in different ways, and I think, uh, again, it's, it's not just as an as a acquisition channel, it's not just as, a, as, a, as an awareness channel, not, not even just as a marketing channel. Even Again, they're, they're incorporated within our product. Um, it's, it's, it's a pretty scaled operation.
0: If someone wants to become an influencer for current, how are you going out and finding them? Is there like an application on your page? Are you just like scrolling through these feeds to find places? Is Mr. Beast telling you who to work with? Like, how does this work?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, all, all the ways, but I will highly recommend you go to current.com. We've got the community tab right up in center. Uh, and right from that, there's, there's a link to our influencer page. And so you can apply to become a current creator, uh, and so we, we get uh, tons of inbound, right? When, obviously when we first started this, there was no inbound, uh, but you know, you, you, you work with the world's biggest creators and it comes, starts to come flooding in. But again, it, it's, in, in many ways, this is just, uh, it's like anything else, it's, it's, it's networking, it's understanding the right people and having that level of trust. I mean, when I said, you know, what we're trying to do is empower great content, uh, that, that, that level of trust that you need to do that is, is very, very high. What that means is that, uh, and this was easy in the early days, but it's gotten more difficult uh, in the interim. In the early days, and what I mean, this would mean like eight years ago, creators just only knew how to do one thing. That was create great content. So I, it was not a struggle to get them to do that. Uh, but you know, as the influencer marketing space got, got hotter and, and more big brands entered in, uh, they kind of uh, felt the wrath of like, oh, well, this ad read wasn't approved because you said this word wrong, or you you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and instead, they, they, they kind of got trained to stick to a script. Give me the talking points, I'll read the script, and then I won't get rejected, and that's the best approach forward. And so we have to have a level of trust in which they realize, oh, no, Current's actually going to be cool if I do this cool thing, right? And I actually do this creative thing that I feel is, is relevant to my audience. Uh, and we have to, of course, trust them to do that. And so it's it's, it's a two way street. Um, but that that's that's. Uh It's really how how the magic happens.
0: You mentioned how the creator economy has just exploded over the last couple of years. And I think that there's been a big shift here in terms of like Mr. Beast is also investing in you guys while doing this. Um, Talk to me a little bit more how that has changed, how creators get paid, whether it's a give back, whether they're getting paid in cash and equity, like all of those factors. I think a lot of that has shifted over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, well, you know, in, in the early days, uh, it's like at, at like the most entry level, like what are you doing when you sponsor an influencer? You're like buying media space, right? And actually, if you, if you listen to a lot of uh, podcasts, they still operate this in, in, in this space. And it blows my mind that I'm listening to a podcast and then all of a sudden I hear like some third party read. Uh, and I'm like, like it's, it's literally the, 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 the lowest value that you could ever get out of, out of a podcast ad. Uh, but early day influencer marketing, you, you saw some stuff of that as well. But it's kind of progressed as we've got on it. And you know, again, one just using uh, influencers for their own for their own creative output. Uh, but then, then, then two more of these partnerships. Uh, and, and I did a lot of that in, in in kind of previous jobs and as a consultant, where we would integrate uh, you know uh, the the product into the influencer pitch and make make it relevant. Um, and I think more and more you're seeing influencers move towards ownership. Um, and so you see, you see things like Emma Chamberlain, who we've happily sponsored, she has her own coffee, uh, right, and, and, and kind of her her own products and owning this stuff. You see Mr. Beast, he has his own, you know, burger chain, right, uh, which, which is delicious, by the way, highly recommend, uh, shout out to Mr. Beast Burger. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's certain categories in which that doesn't, that's not practical, right? Like, uh, like. You know, uh, uh, an influencer, at least nowhere on the near-time horizon, could start their own automobile company, right? Or, or, or maybe like a telecom company. Uh, and, and the banking is in that category as well, right? It's, it's, it's far too complex. So in our category, it makes the most sense to have an influencer partner with you. Uh, and, and, and in this case, get ownership. Uh, and it's not, it's not just in, in, in the YouTuber space uh, either. I think I can announce, on, I can say on this podcast that we have uh, TQ Ventures, uh, which is a fund, uh, fund managed by uh, uh, media exec Scooter Braun, uh, who represents, uh, you know, tons of celebrities from your Justin Bieber's or your Ariana Grande's and, and, and more, uh, who are also uh, in, in investing in current. And so uh, I think that's certainly uh, the path forward and, and a little bit of an insight into uh, the direction where, where the whole space is going.
0: Another thing that's come up lately is that you've seen companies like Square buy title and try to find ways for the creators on those platforms to like get paid by the people actually consuming their content. What are your thoughts on this? Because I think you just have a really good overview of what's going on in this space. Like, where do you think that goes in the future? There's ways for on Clubhouse, for instance, you can tip people that are putting content out there if you want to. What do you think that future looks like?
1: Uh, so I, I think that's phenomenal, and I think that's where you've seen a lot of innovation over the last uh, few years. Uh, but like I said, I think we're actually moving a little bit counter to that in that we're we're, we're building these tools for the creators to then give back, uh, which which you know it's it, it's 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 a smart investment to make. I mean, you talk about again going back to Mr. Beast, uh, Mr. Beast, you know that ten thousand dollars that I gave him. Uh, for, for to give that homeless person, he did it right. Like, like in, in fact, uh, I, I think I paid him on PayPal, so he got like ninety seven hundred. So he took a little bit of a loss, right? Uh, but that he invested, you know, all of that back into his channel uh, and, and back and in, back into content, and, and that flywheel of giving back uh, to to make for better content is is a really positive one that's clearly worked right? And so I think you're going to see more and more creators try and follow suit. I mean, they have, you know, just about everybody uh, who can, everybody tries tries to copy bits and pieces of Mr. Beast. And actually, he's he's really generous in terms of putting content himself out there to help the
0: ecosystem. What about banking for, this is my last question, what about banking for creators in the future? Because I feel like they just sit in a very interesting dynamic where, like you said, you've built out a way for them to be able to give back more easily, use their points to buy Mr. Beast like, uh, wardrobe stuff, shirts, hats, whatever. Uh, what do you think like their banking looks like in the future though? Like where does someone like a Mr. Beast bank at and get advice for like what he should do with the money that he is making from this and like tax advice, everything. Cause I feel like it's, it's just such an interesting career path.
1: Uh, it is. And so, you know, folks like Mr. Beast have, uh, incredible resources, right? Uh, his, uh, His management firm, Night Media, who's who's led by uh, this guy Reed, just comes with tremendous experience uh, who can can give them all types of incredible advice on on the financial side. I think uh, the more interesting question is for the thousands, the millions of aspiring creators, right, on on the long tail, right, the folks who have a few hundred or a few thousand subscribers who are trying to get there and try and make it as a prayer. What works for them, uh, and one of the really great things about uh, working with influencers here at Current is that that demographic is our customer, right? Uh, somebody who's trying to make it. Maybe, maybe the creator stuff is, is a side gig. Maybe they have their 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 day gig, um, but that's not a customer that fits the profile of a traditional bank, right? That's not somebody who's working uh, and, and getting a regular uh, nine to five uh, annual salary paycheck, uh, you know, twice a month. Right. That's somebody who's probably working, uh, uh, getting paid on a weekly basis uh, and maybe an hourly job while they uh, invest all their like, creative energy into this channel. And, and I think if you look at what, uh, you know, we talked about uh, the different different outlets earlier, but TikTok and what that's done for smaller creators, it's, it's really phenomenal. Right. Because you can be a small TikToker. You don't need to be a, a big TikToker to have a really big impact on that platform. Uh, And and it just rewards great content. So in many ways, if you look, you'll see like, you know, YouTube. I mean, Mr. Beast, phenomenal over the last four years, but he's actually been going at it since he was 12 years old. Uh, And and it's something that takes a really long time to kind of build up Uh, with Instagram. You know, the main winners on Instagram won, you know, 10 years ago. Um, But 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 TikTok, you can come in today uh, and, and if you put out great content you'll instantly rise to the top. And so I think it's it's something that uh, tons of our customers aspire to be.
0: That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Next episode on Thursday, you guys can join me for another special one with Ken Lin, the CEO and co-founder of Credit Karma, as well as their very first investor, Frank Rotman of QED, who is also a current investor. Um, hey, Frank. Where they just, <laughs> Adam says hi, Frank. Uh, where they just talk about um, the like why Frank made that initial investment because ken had gotten a bunch of notes before frank said yes and then they had a multi-billion dollar exit so i'm super excited for that one um otherwise i'm gonna go start looking at more influencers now and see what mr beast is all about here
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to tune into that episode frank's not the easiest person to convince uh so <laughs> i, I uh, maybe there's some tips in there
0: frank's great frank's great um thank you again adam and join us again next time
1: thank you